That's that's how you wear it. You have nothing on the mic? You are uno, dos, three. What about now? Can I hear me? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I can hear. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Yeah? Everybody yeah. good? Yeah. I'm you good. have do you have headphones in? Uh, me? No. Yeah. No. Oh. Let's pump those numbers up. Let's get to negative 12 decibels. Woo! 12 decibels. That generator, bro, 64 decibels. Shut up. 64. That's open, awesome. open frame inverter generator. That's... You got some nice generators, David. 40, 42, what, 4,250 starting watts. Okay. And then... I, I forget the running watts. I think it's like 3,600 running watts. <sighs> that's that's going to be a nice generator. Yeah. Two I hope them. you get four. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, you want a generator? <laughs> generator. Sure. Everybody gets a generator. Apparently it's Christmas. <laughs> apparently. I don't know, for Damien. Yeah. It's, it's like redneck Christmas. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. It would be awesome. Then I'll have, now I have a spare one in case one of them you know, takes a dump. Yeah. And then I'll just give you one. Don't even worry <laughs> about it. I'll just give you one just because I can. Generator. Why not? Why Why not? I'd run three in parallel. Can I run three in parallel? Yes. No. But I would need the I would need a specific yes. kind of kit for that though, yes, wouldn't I? Yes, would. Yeah. I don't know where to find the kind of kit for that. Amazon, <laughs> they'll send you two. <laughs> well, the one that I or four. The one that I have it, it has these like these like nodes that you plug in, so it's not like bare wire that you like wire up or anything. You just plug yeah. it in. Yeah. Okay. So, I wonder. That's cool. Get three generators running, bro. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna run them off propane, because they're propane. They're dual fuel. Propane and gas. Are you serious? Yeah, they're nice generators, dude. <laughs> That's a, those are nice generators. Yeah, they're really nice generators. I'm gonna build a shed for them and everything. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, hi guys. Hello. Uh, welcome to the End of the World podcast. <laughs> Don't we need the music? Everybody, pause. There, I just put the music in right there. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I got to do that in post. I, I'd i have to hook it up and then play something. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, welcome to the End of the World podcast because I think this is coming out in two weeks, two Mondays from now. So maybe we're dead by then. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we're dead by the time this airs. Do you think they'll hit U.S. soil by then? Uh, Damien has already <laughs> been drafted. <laughs> Dennis is learning Russian, <laughs> so he can Yet. so he can blend in. <laughs> Yet, like, scientist, scientist is going to be like Operation Paperclip. Russia will just take our top brains, <laughs> and then and then we'll go to Mars. Well, Russia will go to Mars on Sputnik ninety seven. <laughs> Do you know like they name all their crap Sputnik? I think so. Like all of it. Right? I, I they thought have, like, I always thought eighteen satellites called Sputnik. <laughs> I, I always thought that was like a joke and everything, but then come to find out, yeah. Why actually, are they so proud of Sputnik? I don't know. I really don't know. That's the OG. That's the guy. That's the OG. That's the guy. Yeah. Oh, I heard uh, the Kremlin has already turned to uh, cryptocurrency, so <laughs> they're totally rocking that because they're trying to get around the sanctions. Um, oh, okay. But you know what? Like the the Swift 
banking system is? I've, I've heard some that get thrown out today. What is that? So, okay, I know we, we dropped Iran off of it at one point, and they lost, it was like 50% of their purchasing power, and then 30% of their, I don't know, oil sales or whatever, just like absolutely dropped off. Because, so the SWIFT system is we could send information back and forth amongst all the banks over like a secure network to where it's like it's not really transferring money but it's transferring data about the money about where it is how much it has so if i'm going to tell you that hey man i'll send you a hundred million dollars you are a part of the swift so you'll ask my bank hey does he actually have a hundred million dollars and i'm like yeah it's right here in this account and everything so it's not actually transferring the money but it's like a corroboration of kind of that information amongst everybody. And so if you get cut out of that, mm-hmm. you can no longer buy a bunch of crap that you want. Kind of on credit. Like, hey, I, I want to buy this. Well, do you have $100 million? Yeah. Prove it. Well, I can't because I'm no longer a part of SWIFT. So does $100 million ever change hands? You got to deal with cash, bro. Yeah. It does change hands. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But that's just, it's just like a it's just a check, right? Ah, it's okay. to say who owns what assets. Gotcha. So like when you go to buy a house, you get pre-authorized, yeah, or pre <laughs> pre credit approval. Yeah, ah, yeah, dude. Okay. So, cause, but then it comes down to like, do you have a hundred million dollars? Yes, I do. Prove it. Well, mm. I'm not in Swift. Okay, you better pull up gold bars mm. or you better pull up cash because I need to see that you actually have it. And that's no. why the Kremlin is switching over to crypto <laughs> because you don't need it. they well and all the banks are already saying like yeah we're we're watching crypto exchanges because you still have to have like at some point hmm. the crypto has to get turned back into real life money right and so if that happens in a different country hey how how'd that get there oh it's you know russian crypto we'll just stop that yeah or yeah, we just won't give you that money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. is there bad. an exchange rate? <laughs> well, hey, it's the banks, so it's all a mob. <laughs> it's all, it's all, uh, it's not good. It's all the Russian not mob. Good. It's all owned by the Russians anyway. It's, it's the Russian mob. <laughs> it's all right. So, Damien, when you get drafted, well, what branch do you think you're going to go into? The executive branch. What? What military? Uh, I, I keep branch. forgetting you can't hear me because you, you don't have headphones. I heard executive oh, branch. Remember okay. the Politburo? Um, yeah, but I don't think it works like that. I mean, it's going to work like that when I get in there, bro. Whoa! <laughs> what skills do you have? Uh, I know karate, and okay. I can tie my shoes. Oh, so you can't be a marine? Okay, okay. go ahead next. <laughs> That I'm is Dan Ingram. I love, <laughs> I love the Marines, but yeah. I I would I would probably go Marines if if it Are ended up coming down to it. Yeah, dude. If I'm gonna get drafted, I might as well do something cool. Cool. Yeah, be a Marine is cool. Do you think you could handle the mental uh, uh, taxing killing people? I mean, honestly, if I get drafted at that point, it's really not my choice. So <laughs> So, I'm not going to have a choice. So I'm going to have to put up with and it. Thrive. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. I'm going to go through cool. it. I'll come back PTSD and all. Hey, Dennis, you get drafted. We know you're going to the Air Force. It's fine. The Chair Force. 
the it's, Chair Force. It's okay. Can I go to Space You're Force? Space Force, man. Space Force? Is that still a thing? It is. Ah. Can okay. you tell me about Space Force? I don't know nothing about Space Force. Great show. Great show. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're on season two. Are they, did they finally start that get that uh, out? I've seen season one. I I s- seen, I've seen that. I haven't seen anything Steve else. Carell. Steve Carell's right? hilarious. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like, I like uh, that show. You better watch it while the watching gets good because... We'll all be dead soon. Where they have it's the Russian spy who's so dating his daughter. Russia took over um, uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, I, I they, heard they captured that, but, Chernobyl power plant. But is it? It's not operational, is it? So I thought it was. I thought since it blew does a few years ago that. Uh, so because I thought they had like three other ones surrounding it. And I thought it was just the one that went bad, or like one reactor out of all of it went bad, because I thought they still had a number of them around it that were working. Is that not true? I do not know the answer to that. Damien, Google that. Google what? Huh? Uh, I don't even know how Chernobyl to spell have Chernobyl? <laughs> starts with a C. <laughs> just tell no, us. Don't really Google it. Russia's watching. It's I was already. just kidding. It's I was bluffing. Well, Comrade, come on. Dip. <laughs> Yeah, we all better get used to saying comrade real soon here. Here's the thing. I don't think that the world's going to go out like this with Russia and um, uh, the Ukraine. I think it's going to be something bigger, badder, Not biblical. Huh? Not biblical. Yeah, it's not biblical proportions yet, right? Correct. Can Russia even mount like a million-man army? Because that's the thing. It's like... Eventually, in the end times, um, the Antichrist has like a million-man army, right? It says the three other reactors remained in use. Three other reactors. Uh, You could watch the uh, Chernobyl documentary on uh, Amazon Prime. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. Uh, That was while I watched. While I, I, that was one of the programs I watched when I was uh, sick with the COVID. I watched like 240 hours of television on my 240 iPad. hours? It was horrible. I Did was off for two weeks, dude. What was I going to do on 10 days of quarantine? Yeah. Just hanging out all day. I watched all the cartoons. I watched, yeah, I Did watched you read, all Disney. Did you read any books? I read three books. You read three books <laughs> in 10 days? Books. Yeah. Oh, man. Comic books don't um, count. They don't count. <laughs> do they if count? You read, if you read enough of them, I think it would count. So two of them were, um, let's see, they weren't even rememberable, memorable, not rememberable. They weren't even memorable. Rememberable. Um, Trump's coffee table book. What? Trump's coffee table book. All pictures. That counts. That's (laughs) That's a book. (laughs) Uh, Come on. It wasn't like City of Angels, something... Yeah, yeah. Was it the Scythe book? City of Bones was the first book. Um, Because I watched the movie, which was pretty terrible. Um, And then I was like, oh, this is a book series. (laughs) So I bought the books. (laughs) Books are terrible, too. They're they're not that good. So Uh, the movie's terrible. The book's terrible. Yeah, it was all terrible. Uh, Terrible, terrible, terrible. Who said that, Damien? I don't know. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley said that. Did you know that, Dennis? You knew that. Mm, I you do now. Would not have gone with Charles <laughs> Barkley. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was those two books, and then uh, I re 
read, I guess I really haven't re-read it all the way through, mm-hmm. but it was um, the 12, Jordan, Dr. Jordan Peterson. The oh, your ethics 12, and morals. 12 rules for life. Yeah. And so that old boy is, by the way, now a Christian. Yeah. Like. Oh, he, dude. He came to Jesus. Like. Have you listened to his podcast? Huh? The, uh, the, I saw the Jordan like, Peterson the experience or something. Where he was. Negative. Where he gave like a 30 minute explanation how he's like. Dude. I, I don't know. Would you say he's a Christian or. I mean, I think that he definitely at this point believes in God. I thought he came out saying that I he was a Christian. I think it's like it, he came, he come to like the, the confrontation to where it's like, all right, Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. And then you have a whole bunch of stories about Jesus. And so he's at the point now uh-huh. it's either Jesus was real or he wasn't. Uh-huh. And he's, he's falling on that. That he was yes, real. Yeah. Jesus was real. And yes, he was the son of God. I think um, so because a lot of his and the reason why I bring up his podcast is because a lot of his podcasts he kind of talks himself through basically he talks himself through like questions or whatever that he that he's um, having trouble with and he always goes back to the Bible on a lot of things everything yeah so yeah. I, at first when I've heard him I thought he was I thought he was a Christian or whatever I thought he was some preacher or whatever and I was like oh he's not he's just some like super smart dude from Canada or whatever. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's just crazy to listen to him talk himself through, like, scenarios and, like, all these, like, moral, like, conflicts and explaining all these ethics and everything. It's it's pretty crazy. Like, I, I'm surprised that he wasn't it a Christian. That long? Yeah. No. With, with him doing all this research and stuff. Yeah. Like, it, it's almost like how, how you need that foundation for stuff, right? Yeah. It, it's like he, ha- he had to lay out a really long, solid foundation you know to come and then be confronted with the decision like yeah. is jesus real or not exactly and so i mean he based it on historical evidence and he really um he really digs into like the bible because at first he just said oh they're like a collection of stories over like ten thousand years and they like whatever and it's all about moralism and mm. it was how how um like it was moral stories were conveyed throughout history. Mm -hmm. But then he says really, so his wife got insanely sick, like almost like going to die kind of sick. Right. And he said like watching her in her faith the entire time, like helped him develop faith. Mm -hmm. And it was like, well, that's interesting. I mean, cause she, she herself was a Christian Mm -hmm. And she did a lot of like almost like charity work and stuff. And okay. it was like even so even at her most sickest, most vulnerable moments and everything, she was still serving others. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of what broke him to mm-hmm. where he was like, oh, I think that's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, yeah. Jesus like died. Oh, that's he suffered for everyone and he died mm-hmm. for and then he probably you know made it about died for me for him yeah or, you know pretty yeah, interesting it is, yeah yep. he's a crazy dude have you ever heard of jordan peterson or nope. anything huh? <laughs> nope nope <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> shaking your head yeah nope yeah, yeah. uh s- psychologist psychiatrist psychologist from canada he got famous when he was like 50 or 55, whatever, because he came out against the Canadian government 
for their new laws about forced speech, which were specifically like gender pronouns. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like he he's interesting because he loves like all the Russian literature, all the stuff that came out of the gulags. And uh, he quotes, was it like Nevsky or something? Um, hmm. that and what was it? It's, and so he studied like all the worst of humanity so that he could figure out what the antithesis is. Oh yeah. And so that's what he said. He's like, if you study like desperation, you'll learn what, like what the opposite of that is. So if you study evil, (laughs) like just take everything in one idiot. Oh, that's, that's what it is. And he kept going back to the Bible over Mm. and over and over. And so for years though while he was being interviewed they'd say do you believe in god and he'd be like i don't like that question and he almost just wanted to move on you mm-hmm. know because he's like what does that mean you have to be more thorough in your question like what you know so it was more like just define the question and then he's like i want to live as if god exists and so like that's mm-hmm. the moral compass i mean using his morals and ethics yeah were based on because if you read the 12 uh, rules for life and antidote to chaos whatever the 12 rules for life i felt while i was reading those it was like oh well i came to that conclusion but through like a biblical principle mm-hmm. <laughs> like tell the truth or what is it like don't lie or at least tell the truth as best you can or something like that like the rule right okay and so it's like oh well the Bible says, "Like thou shalt not lie." So here, yeah, that's here, a gray area. But here's an example. But here's an example. My son says, "Dad, how do I do this math problem?" You know, and it's like, "Oh, we're dividing fractions. Uh, flip it and multiply the reciprocal." Blah blah blah. Right. But if I tell him something wrong, I'm I think I'm at least telling him the truth. Does that make sense? Okay. Common denominator. Uh, like I messed up, but. Like, I thought I was telling the truth. I'm not trying to mislead him. I'm not trying. It's not a white lie. It's not a, like, anything. It's, like, I thought it's I was actually telling you the truth. Just a so, mistake. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's along that. But it's, like, so, I don't know. Because he's also, like, against white lies. <laughs> How do you guys feel about white lies? Lying is lying, bro. Because ethically, lying is lying. lying. a lie is a lie. And you're not supposed to tell white lies. And, I, and doesn't but mean it's I like, don't, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, I'm. But it's like imperfect. how, and if and if you can tell white lies and you're okay with it, well, then, like you said, now there's some gray area because I don't know. And then there's like the lie of withholding information, right? So, I've heard that. Man, is it China or Japan? they are no longer telling like the older population when they come down with a uh like a a cancer diagnosis because like the whole family thinks that if you don't give them the bad news that it will prolong their life so it's like well is that a lie yes because you're withholding information from the person like about them and about their medical diagnoses so it's, 
So it's, why did I go to the hospital? Why am I dizzy? Why am I sick? Oh, sh- uh, you just had low blood sugar. You're dehydrated. Drink some well, water. See, they're, that's, they're a the th- that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's not a lie of omission, though. That is a lie. But then the whole family is in on it because everyone knows about it, and they just and don't bring the, it up. Yeah. So that is being dishonest because you know something about that person, but you're pretending that you don't. And so that that's a lie. That's that's a, like a lie of omission. Playing devil's advocate here, Hit not me. not saying <laughs> <laughs> I believe it or anything, but if family members don't mention it just because they're not asked directly about it, is that really lying by omission? I think so. <laughs> okay, so I get it. If you if you asked your your son like why did i fall down why did i get dizzy why does my head hurt and they say drink more water but you don't ask your daughter and your daughter knows that it's cancer but well she didn't get asked so she's not telling you is that that's kind of the scenario of of omission because she knows why but she wasn't asked directly well that's misleading that's not being truthful what do you think? Moral dilemma. <laughs> um, I know what I want the answer to be, but I'm just trying to think what would I really end up, what would I do? And yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same answer. Um. Huh. See, my first instinct would be to talk to the person who was asked and say, hey, call them on it. Say, hey, okay. you didn't tell her that or him the truth. Okay, you're saying the daughter should approach the son and say, but that's the whole thing. Now it's becoming culture-wide. To where the entire population is just not telling the older people when they are sick and they're going to die. So now your entire culture is being dishonest towards their elderly and not telling them when they're sick. (gasps) Like that, that can't be good. It's not. So is it the same? So question, is it the same thing if you... Like, say somebody asks you a question, you just don't want to answer it, right? Okay. So not answering the question, is that the same thing as... Give me an example. uh, Okay, like court, plead the fifth, right? No, that's a constitutional right to not incriminate yourself. Yeah, so, okay, so is (laughs) that... Listen to me, shut your mouth. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) it's the same thing, right? Just because I don't want to answer the question, I can say I might know the answer, but I'm not going to tell you. Is that, like omission and not telling them like you know what i mean like if say say i had cancer or whatever and you asked me if i had cancer and i was like i don't want to tell you that's not me lying what are you gonna say i plead the fifth well no but it's like i I I really really, want to know i really i'd rather not talk about i don't recall (laughs) like (laughs) i don't recall what the doctor knows what i'm diagnosed with right but if like that that's the thing right is it it seems like that's a slightly different scenario. Is, is it a yeah. little bit different than what we're talking about? Okay. Because yeah. that's what was running through my head. I was like, well, if I choose not to want to tell somebody that I'm sick and dying, 
Is it the same thing? Oh, like, now that's interesting. Yeah. What if you're dying and you know you're dying, but you don't tell anyone around tell your you? Family. Is that a lie of omission? That's that, now, and that's, that's kind of what I'm. That's, that's what I'm kind of getting on at. That because if it's your health diagnoses. Because you're not obligated to tell anybody about it. I would think your HIPAA. spouse. Well, HIPAA. okay, HIPAA. HIPAA. fair enough. HIPAA. HIPAA. Oh, HIPAA. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Even with HIPAA, if I haven't cleared my wife to know anything about that me is also in the true. ER, yep. she calls. They're not going to tell her jack squat until they, she has the password or I sign a document, whatever, mm-hmm. to where it means that she gets to know that information. So yeah, that is that's true. interesting. Now, what if, I mean... So I get home from the hospital and they said, well, she says, well, what happened? And I know I'm going to die in six months of cancer Mm -hmm. and I don't tell her. Is that a lie of omission? I think I think it comes down to your answer on that, because it's like, are you okay? What happened? And everything's like, you know, I'd rather not talk about it versus saying with your spouse. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd rather I just. I plead the fifth. I think it. Give me a fifth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to die. Give me a fifth. And I plead the fifth. I'll talk about it after I have a fifth. Anyway. Now, hold on. Let's go back to that, though. Okay. Is it, is your medical diagnoses, are you obligated to tell your spouse? I think, okay. Ethically, th- morally, whatever. I uh, think, are you? I think I would say biblically, biblically, yes, because you and your your spouse, you and your wife are, are one, right? And the, okay. And the Bible says that obviously it refers more to like a, kind of like a, you know, intimate relationship kind of thing, but it says your body's not your own, right? Okay. And so I, I would think biblically you kind of have some sort of obligation to tell your spouse, your significant other, that okay. something's wrong with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, so that's what I would fall on. But I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think, Dennis? I would tell my spouse just period. But I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, overall. Morally, ethically, do you think a husband or a wife is obligated to tell their spouse in this scenario that they've received bad news on a medical diagnosis and they're going to pass away in six months? Are they obligated to tell their spouse? Depends on what (laughs) law you're talking about (laughs) obligating them. Uh, I mean, like morally. I, I, I kind of agree with Damien. I, I'd say I agree 2. with that, 0. too. <laughs> Nick 2.0. Better than Nick. Better than, Better Nick, than Nick, Nick. Damien. Better than Nick 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So we could, I think that we all agree on that, right? I, I that would, there's yeah. definitely a higher expectation of communication between, like, uh, a husband and wife, right? Yeah. So now put it into a, a child and a parent. I don't think you have to tell your children. Do what? I don't think you have to tell your children. I mean, but I don't have children, so this is okay. probably more of a thing that you guys would be able to answer. But me personally, I think it comes down well, to... Well, then put it in. You're the child. Or do you think that your parents should be obligated to tell you about their poor medical prognosis? I, I, I don't think that they would be obligated to tell me about it. I think if I was a child, obviously depending on the age, right? Okay. Um explaining something like that to a child might be a little bit difficult and yeah. i think there's a way to tell them and like to prepare them for something like that but i don't know that you'd be obligated to tell them that i don't know what do you guys think put it in a context of you and your pick a parent 
are they obligated, do you think they should be obligated to tell you about a poor prognosis about their health? I don't think that they would be obligated to tell me about it. Okay. Now, do you think you should be obligated to tell them about their medical prognosis? If I if know it's about a poor medical prognosis. Yeah, if I if I know about their thing, it's their health. It's right? Like Yeah. It's it's their health. It's it's not mine to choose whether or not what they do with it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's it's theirs. They decide what they do with it. I just But you're doing something with it by telling them. <laughs> by telling them. <laughs> so then, all right. I mean, but now what if the entire culture has adopted this to where the doctors are telling the children mm-hmm. that their parents are sick and or going to die? Do you think they do that because the children end up taking care of the parents and so they feel like it's their responsibility to figure out what to do with but them? What does it matter if their parents know or not that I, they're going I, to die? So what their thought process is behind this is that like if they're going to die in six months, if I don't tell them they're going to die in six months, they might live six years because they don't have like that mental weight, that knowledge of thinking that they're going to die in six months. Okay. Because it's almost like that, you know how they say, put the good vibes out there, whatever you speak into the universe that ends up happening, that kind of stuff. Okay. Like, so they're like, well, if you tell them they're going to die in six months, they will. Or at least the probability of them dying in six months goes up exponentially. So we as a people are just going to keep it to ourselves. I I feel like I feel like they should still know about it because then again it's it's their their health right it's they should know about their it their yeah health so like yeah. they should know about it and they should be able to make peace with whatever you know they have to make peace with and make whatever arrangements they have to make arrangements for and all that other stuff right I mean you know like yeah like if I have an estate and nobody tells me I'm gonna die in six months and I haven't cleared up my estate oh I well, bet you they're probably hinting very yeah. heavily hey i set up an appointment with your lawyer no big deal <laughs> i'm your power of attorney that's now and yeah. uh this is what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah i don't know what do you what do you think when it when it comes to asking whose obligation is it that's where this kind of falls apart for me um, seems like the doctors <laughs> should be informing the right parties about the person who is applicable to exactly. Yeah, assuming they're not something like non compass mentis, then they should be capable of receiving that information. And um, whether going back to your question earlier about would I tell the kids I'm not obligated to tell my kids but I would tell my kids first of all let me put a disclaimer in there my kids are grown up so that definitely makes a difference they are able to probably uh, reason their way through what's going on and and, uh, probably come out the other end still okay gotcha Mm -hmm. Um, I think as a family unit I would want to be informed is there a moral obligation 
no but I, I think if a family if the members of the family truly love one another then they would have that open communication where they would be willing to share and possibly it's an oppor- opportunity to bring them closer in yeah. that they will share the highs and the lows of whatever time they have left Okay, now let me throw a hypothetical at you. Let's say statistically, like Japan or China, whoever's doing this, like they know that, uh, pick an arbitrary number, well, 51% of the people that they don't tell them if, how do I say it? Okay, so they stop giving them bad medical prognosis to 100% of the elderly population, okay? And 51% of them outlive their six-month diagnoses. Do you see what I'm trying to go with? What if you said 80%? Let's let's go wild. 100% of the people that you do not tell the medical prognosis to actually live longer than what they should have by, like, that six months. Now you know that there's medical data, clinical, whatever. um, The statistics are there, and it says that if... I don't tell my parent that they're going to die in six months. They're going to last longer than six months. But isn't that being selfish? Is it being selfish by by knowingly withholding information from them to lengthen their life? Let's say everyone who doesn't get told is going to die in six months makes it to two years. I'd say that's a bad month difference. I'd say that's a bad doctor. That's a bad doctor. That's a bad doctor because he doesn't because he doesn't know how to read the the results of whatever. And he says, hey, man, uh, it looks like six months and it's like six years. A hundred percent. That's a bad doctor. He needs to get his license taken away. But let's just say everyone who's who you don't give a bad prognosis to outlives what their prognosis would have been. I said it's a hypothetical. I don't know what the stats are. I wake up every morning. Sometimes I get in my car, go to work. There's no guarantee I'll make it to work. There's no guarantee okay. I'll make it home. But what Every day is a crapshoot. What if someone knew that you were going to get into a car accident tomorrow, but they know that if they don't tell you about the car accident tomorrow, you don't get into a car accident tomorrow? Are they still obligated to tell you that you're going to get into a car accident tomorrow? But if they don't tell you, you won't get into that accident tomorrow. There's this time-space continuum that you can totally <laughs> throw off kilter. <laughs> Lots of movies about it. So. <laughs> the butterfly effect and everything. So you're saying you got to tell me about the accident. Let me take my chances. And so imagine a tightrope and a person walking across it. And there's okay. a flea. And the flea can crawl Ooh. under it. Okay. What are you <laughs> talking <laughs> about? It's a Stranger Things reference. It's okay. Oh, I didn't get that no. reference okay. at all. Yeah. I mean, Sorry. You, it's you, a, wasn't it, there was even uh, Harry Potter. Didn't they go oh, back yeah. in time? Uh, With the little twisty, dippy doodle. And they throw rocks at themselves. Oh, yeah. okay. That part. Okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about the Cursed Child, which was like the play, yeah. which was like oh. book no. number eight, which was absolute garbage. You could refer back to an earlier podcast about <laughs> the Cursed Child. It was dog crap shameless right. plug i i it was stupid 
so stupid. <laughs> My son, I will always love you, even if how Slytherin, even if the sorting hat puts you in it. You're a Slytherin, you're scum. I'm Aww. Harry Potter. I no longer know how to talk to you all of a sudden because I'm a horrible father. Oh, okay. is he a horrible father in that? Well, he didn't have a good father figure. How dare you? He, he had, did. Did he not tell his kids Dumbledore. that he was sick? He, he died. Had <laughs> <laughs> he had Sirius Black. He died. He had uh, Hagrid. He he died. Hagrid did not die. No, he didn't. So all right, he had I, the Weasleys. He had the Weasley father. Okay. He had a lot of who people almost who died. cared about his life. So all right. all right, I heard an interesting theory right about the Harry Potter. Sorry, Dennis, were you going to say something? No. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's how we switch around here. Next. So I heard a I heard an interesting theory about the Harry Potter universe. All right. So. Hi. Okay. So, uh, you know how he's a Horcrux, right? Uh, yes. So, his um, aunt and uncle. The, the Dursleys. Yeah, the Dirdleys. Yep. Dirdleys? Dursleys. Okay, whatever they're called. I don't yeah. even know. So, his aunt and uncle, um, the reason why they were so nasty to him and locked him in the closet was because the effects of the Horcrux. So, if you think back to the uh, movie where they're searching for all the Horcrux and they have the necklace, uh-huh. and whenever they're wearing it, they're in a bad mood, they're okay. nasty, they're all blah, 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 whatever. And so the theory was the reason why they were so horrible to him and shoved him in a broom closet all the time was because they were always in a bad mood, nasty mood and everything, and they tried to shove him away just like they did with the necklace in Hermione's bag. And they're like, oh, I feel ten times better. And then once they felt better and they're like, maybe we should let him out of the closet, and they let him out, and then it just happens all over again. So the effects of the Horcrux, which is Harry, was affecting them, and that's why they were so nasty and messed up to him. My first counter argument to that, mm-hmm. Dennis, would you like to lead in on any of this? Feel free to. Are you familiar with Harry it. Potter? <laughs> I no? am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, my first question is that how come Ron and Hermione weren't negatively affected by him living out like an entire, I'm assuming like a nine month, nine month period, a they nine didn't month stretch with him over time, and all of, also all the other. Um, uh, Gryffindors that were in his class uh-huh. were around him. How come Hagrid never treated him poorly? How come? I mean, the only one was Snape, and we all know why. Mm-hmm. And how com- so? How come it would not negatively affect everybody else I in his s- life? Just the Dursleys, Muggles, Muggles, oh. Mudbloods. Then why would the whole crux <laughs> affect <laughs> them when they wore it on their neck? Why? Why would it affect them negatively? I don't know. Because so they're they're not muggles. So I, I would say because they're not always with him. You know what I mean? Like when you're stuck in a house with him and you're in close quarters Ron like that. Ron slept in a bed next to him. But I he did in a in a room of eight kids. He but slept he, in the bed next to him for nine months out of the year. Yeah, but he he wasn't. He took every class with Ron. I would he assume Ron has different every, classes. Uh, okay, yeah, I might be bluffing. I would that, assume that Ron has different classes. But that that's my thing. I feel like because they were studying different things, right? What did Ron want to be? Ron. A Weasley. Okay. Nice. Next. No. <laughs> he, <laughs> what were they studying? Because uh, Harry, Harry wanted to be wanted an or. An or. An yeah. or or whatever. So we, uh, Ron did too, though. Did he? Yes. He actually joined the order with, uh, with Harry and then eventually left to go help his brother, the whatever, in Romania. Die. Um, to run Wiz Weasley's Wizards uh, Weasels, oh, okay. right? So before that, he was an Aurora. 
Aurora, Aurora Borealis. No, he was he was that. Hmm. So I'm sure that they had all the same classes together. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. What else you got, Damien? I don't know. I, it's it's an what interesting theory. What do you think theory. about like the Harry was a whole crux idea, whole crux. and that's why the Dursleys were mean to him? Because also, did you read the books? No, and okay, I need to read last the books. Book. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the Dursley son? Um, what was Dudley. His name? Dudley. Dudley, who was as big as a house, he was like trying to become like some amateur boxer. Sumo wrestler. I think he was, what's that? Sumo. He was becoming a sumo wrestler. He was a big boy. But he was supposed to be big as a house. He was supposed to be jacked. And by the end, he shakes Harry's hand. He's like, I'm sorry. I was never nice to you. And blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, does that torpedo your whole crux idea, though? Because I mean, how mm. did he move past that? Well, uh, the Dementors never showed in the in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> so the Dementors, when they sucked out half of his soul and made him all, you know, loopy. Yeah. I say he forgot about it. And that's what. F- that's what. That's how him? he got past it. Yeah. They sucked out the bad half because they feed off of. Uh, negativity. Yes. Or joy. What is it? No negativity. They no. feed. No. What do they feed off of? They use. They use the joy. Right. They they steal all your good memories, so he should have been worse, mm-hmm. because they steal every I piece of happiness. Fear. Yeah, it? maybe it's fear. You've had you've had true horrors in your past, and that's why they affected Harry. So, is what what's his name? Is said. that what it is? I oh, think I so. I don't remember. So yeah, I think you're right. I think they feed off of fear. So that's why he got past oh. it. Was because they took all the bad stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I could argue that. Torpedoed. <laughs> Done. Next thing, mic drop. That's it? We just switched <laughs> to the next topic? Sure, why not? All Dennis right. didn't get to talk at all. Please tell Go us ahead, all Dennis. you know and love about Harry Potter, sir. Next topic. <laughs> just like that. Okay, back to Russia. So. All right, so Russia <laughs> is invading the United States by the time you're listening to this. Um, uh, can you tomorrow, by the way, Dennis, just, I mean, I would send an email to the president of Raytheon and say, hey, Let's make some more missiles. Just saying. Let's uh, let's ramp it up, boys. I know we, a couple of guys that'll let you store them at their houses. <laughs> <laughs> if you need them, it'll be okay. We'll throw a tarp. It'll be fine. We'll make the McMissiles <laughs> in our backyard or something. I'll, I'll dig a big hole in, so in the backyard. Does the Second Amendment cover missiles? I don't know. Rockets? Sure. RPGs? If you can make it. You have the right to arm yourself <laughs> with these guns. With, I just flexed. Uh, 50 cal rifles. Why not? I need to be able to take down a helicopter. It is to in place to protect against the, all enemies, foreign and domestic, which include, you know, government, right? The government has bigger guns than you. You should be able to protect yourself, right? So if that means RPG missiles, I would say that falls under Second Amendment. Yeah. Okay. Nick 2.0 just went militia. <laughs> Next question. I thought I thought I was the militia guy here. I really did. But David took it to the next level. I got four generators for a reason. <laughs> four generators, a bunker. No big deal. A That's travel fine. trailer. Some people will call it a bunker. Yeah. Other people call it home. <laughs> yeah. Man cave. Yeah. It's a man cave. So There's one poster in there. 
don't know. Should you be able to own RPGs? I mean, listen, Wolverines! Russia invaded America, and it didn't work out for them, okay? So Wait, the original or the remake? Uh, the remake. Uh, uh, that was uh, just give me Patrick cool. Swayze, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, yeah. do you know what we're talking about? Top Gun? <laughs> 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 no, is that not it? Am yeah, I wrong? Sure not Dirty Dancing either. No, not Dirty Dancing. You said Patrick Swayze? Ghost. Patrick Swayze. Uh, the Outsiders. Uh, no, was he no. in The Outsiders? No. I'm trying to think. He's oh. in The Outsiders. I thought he was the big Sorry, brother. You said Outsiders. My brain went to uh, Warriors. Oh, no, that's a different that one. Went, my, my brain went to that. No, okay. it's a Pony Boy and uh, Johnny, Dallas. I may not have and ever Soda seen Pop. it. Soda no? Pop. I may not have ever seen it. No. I don't oh think I've man! Seen it. Yeah, as I walked out of the one, the movie theater, I had two things on my mind. Uh, two things on my mind. Um, whatever the guy's name was, and then a ride home. You don't remember that? No. The church burns up. No. Sorry, not ringing the bell. Oh man. Okay, so it's a good one. What's it's a good on? one. You gotta Netflix, watch it. Amazon. Uh, I don't know where it's at. You probably find it on Amazon. I'll find it. Yeah. Next All to right. the generators. We're back blockbuster. To <laughs> blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I think they still have one in Alaska. One. One. Um, sorry, we really got way off track there. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Wolverines. Top Gun. Okay, Red Dawn. Russia yes. invades America. And I think, did they make number two China? The the remake. Did they make Red Dawn 2? I purposely avoided again? number two. Ah, I, okay. I, okay, is there an older, so I've seen the newer one with. Jane uh, Tatum? No, not with Channing Tatum, with um, Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth. I've seen, I've seen that one. Is that the same one you guys are talking Did about? Did I get messed up? Is it not Channing Tatum? No, Channing Tatum is Magic brother. Mike. <laughs> I have not seen Magic Mike. I'm going on the record. <laughs> I was going to say I have not seen it. No? Okay, I haven't um, seen it either. But I heard Gabriel Iglesias is in uh, Magic Mike, though. Yeah. He is. Fluffy. Yeah. Uh, he's a the the DJ on an island or something or I don't know. I don't know. Seen in a movie. strip club, I believe he's the DJ. <laughs> I cannot I confirm know. that I've seen that movie, so I can't tell you. He has just admit it. Okay, I've seen clips. <laughs> <laughs> it's Facebook Reels, bro. It's funny. Uh, okay, I'm That's just kidding. He's like, yeah, whatever. Gross. <laughs> Next topic. Next. Topic. Next topic. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> okay, so Red Dawn. Red they Dawn. Made, uh, a town fights back. They shoot them. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Russia it has taken us over, and Damien's been drafted. Um, he he got his leg shot off. He joined the Marines. He jumped out of an airplane. And got my second <coughs> leg shot off. <coughs> got him. Yeah. I don't know. It's only a flesh wound. It's only a flesh wound. I can still fight. I'm gonna take it's that hill. a boy. I like how Dave uh, describes the Marines. He says, "Yeah, we're gonna take that hill, and I'll beat somebody up on the way up there." That's what Marines do, I guess. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Um, no. What else were we talking about? Patrick oh, Swayze. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Patrick Swayze movie? Go. Ghost. Ghost. Blah. Um, they asked, who was it? They approached another actor to do that, and he was like, Wait, so I'm going to be dead the whole movie? How does that work out? It might have been Tom Cruise. They approached Tom Cruise about it for Ghost. 
That doesn't sound I think like he's, a I think Tom he turned Cruise it down. What else? He was making Top Gun. <laughs> he's been busy. I forget who. Because, yeah, that wasn't supposed to go to Patrick Swayze first. It would have been funny if you said Bruce Willis, but we won't go there. Was it Bruce Willis? It could have been Bruce Willis. Well, since he, he was fits married to the uh, lead actress. Demi Moore. Demi, Demi, Demi Moore? Demi Moore. That's right. Was she the... she? Yeah, yeah. It was Demi Moore and G.I. Jane, yes. right? Oh, she was a beast in that. She was an animal. She could kill you, I'm pretty sure. Multiple ways. Shaves her head. With just her hands. She'd kill you, yeah. Oh. That sounds she's intimidating. She's like the first woman to go through the SEALs training program, buds and everything. Yeah. And like, right. Yeah. Go through. Yeah. She's B.A. B.A. Uh, Hell week. Yeah, she shaves her head and does pull-ups. <laughs> one-handed. Was it one-handed? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> making stuff up now. I'm not impressed unless so it's no hands. So we're going to send her over to Russia, and she'll she'll just take out Putin. I'm sorry, Putin, comrade. Uh, if you've... If you've taken us over by now. Didn't you say that people across the uh, world listen to your podcast and some of them were in Russia? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should. Like 1% of my audience is German. 1% is. You should ask uh, them. I have like 2% in South Korea. <laughs> you, you should uh, ask them to send you narratives or pictures or videos of what's going on over there, bro. Okay. Hey, That'd anybody be cool. that uh, listens to the podcast in Ukraine. If uh, you could take a minute out of your day of fighting Russia <laughs> and running for your and, lives and uh, trying to escape to into Poland, yes. if, if you don't mind just stopping, shoot me an email, the Eclectic Dan Ingram Podcast, yeah. uh, eclecticpodcast at gmail.com, you know, and just well, let us know let us know what's going on over well there. Well, they're posting it on Facebook already, aren't they? That's, what's that? Aren't they posting stuff on Facebook and everything already? I'm sure. Yeah. Facebook yeah. is going to take it down because... They don't want to lose out the market share in Russia. In the half the metaverse is in Russia, so I don't really know where the metaverse is. It's in the air. Can we hack Russia? Because they're they started a hacking campaign against Ukraine. Allegedly. Uh, oh, sorry, you're right. Allegedly. Allegedly. They allegedly did that. Uh, I do have a friend on Facebook that tried to post everything that it was all media manip- manipulation and nothing was happening over there. And I think we can now confirm that that's fake news. <laughs> that uh, Putin has, in fact, what if it is all just a false flag? What if Putin, like, it was all CGI? What if? It was CGI in the metaverse? And There's definitely CGI in the metaverse. I'm pretty sure the metaverse is CGI. What would a war look like in the metaverse? Tron. Like Tron? <laughs> Everybody's... <laughs> yeah. We ride motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> we just turn, yeah. cut people off and they yeah. blow up. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that'd know. be crazy. Huh. What is a... What is a? I was thinking Running Man, but... Was that digital? It wasn't part of it. Did they have no. a digital Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And he just runs away. <laughs> well, they chase him on motorcycles. I thought he had to get from one end of the city to the other, right? And if he got yeah, through the course, he yeah, lives. Something like that. Right? Yeah. Was any of it digital? No, wait. There's another movie that he was in and going through some sort of scanning machine and pretty 
funny. Oh, um, Total Recall? Total Recall. Total yeah. Recall. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember that one. Bro. I know what that What if Total one. Recall is real? It and is. all of this is a simulation? So this is no, the metaverse. This is the Matrix. Or the Matrix. Are you okay with the Matrix? Would you want to stay in the Matrix or get out? Did you see that cat just run by twice? <laughs> <laughs> you got me too because you looked behind me. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, something, something really ran behind me." Like yeah. you got me good. Yeah. There we go. If you know. were in the Matrix, do you want out? Honestly, I don't know enough about it. I've seen bits of it, and I've never understood it, and I didn't invest enough time in it, so I can't answer that question. I know there's if something to do Matrix, with the red and blue pill. Out, if I could move like Neo, yeah. No, you're just gonna be a normie when you uh, get out. Normal human. Not if they're going to chase me all the time. Forget right? it. Right? Post-apocalyptic kind of everything is destroyed on the outside. But on the inside, I don't know. Are you generally happy? Me personally? Yeah. Like right yes. now? Yeah. Are, <laughs> you, are you generally happy like with your life? How right now. Are going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm super happy. Would you rather live in like a false reality or, like we're saying, fight on the outside? I'd what rather if you just get out and the robots don't care about you and they leave you alone? Would you rather have reality in which I guess you're going back to like dirt farmer, trying to like farm food, clean water, scrounge, fight for a living, that kind of thing? Or would you rather just stay in the Matrix? I'd rather not be lied to. Ooh. Is, is this a cultural thing where they lied to us? <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Between that and Logan's run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they kill everybody I don't over know if 30. I saw Logan's run. They kill everybody over 30? Yeah, once you hit 30, you're. That's it. I'm safe. Four years. 30? That's. Like, life. I'm, it's still going at 30. <laughs> Wait till my knees start hurting at like 45. I don't know. Hmm. So I found out I'm 26. That in people years I, or dog years? I knew you were twenty six. I thought about? I was twenty five this entire this entire time, but I'm twenty six. How long have you thought you were twenty five after your twenty sixth birthday? How long yeah. have you thought you're twenty five? The years. entire time, yeah. <laughs> twenty five years. Uh, twenty six years. <laughs> <laughs> at least for at least for. Uh, well, I guess I mean at, at in December, so at least a couple months. I'm really sorry that you got drafted and you didn't make it to twenty seven. <laughs> You mean to 26? <laughs> to 26 <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Nick could get drafted. He's, how old is he? 27, 28? He's a young pup. How, uh, what's, the, what's the limit? What's the age cap to be drafted? I have no idea. That's a Google question. Because, hmm. like, whenever you, like, apply for, like, public like service jobs and stuff isn't there a cap like 35 or 36 or something you can't be oh, older well, than like has to do with is that like the same how old you are because you're forced into retirement on some jobs okay it's almost any job that you have where you carry a gun mm-hmm. you get forced into mandatory retirement you carry so a gun border patrol military. fbi okay uh I mean, I don't know. I assume like DEA, like all that kind of stuff. Okay. It's, you have to join by a certain point and then you get the boot. There's hmm. like forced retirement. Like I said, it's okay. just, and that's because they don't want you to hit like a cognitive decline. Mm-hmm. And so they, 
you're you're out and that's to uh, i'm sure protect them against liability mm-hmm. you know hmm. is there any other company or any other i mean federal program that you could think of that forces you into retirement because there's I'm, no laws I'm on not like aware of any you could be a CEO into your 90s, I guess, if you're like theoretically. If I you mean, hold it together, if you if own your company, then obviously you can. Oh, indefinitely. that's true. Yeah. But if you have stockholders, then they could probably force you out. They could but probably force you out. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I don't know anything else. Where I mean, does NFL have a mandatory retirement? Does um, how old is Tom like Brady? UFC doesn't have a mandatory retirement. I yeah, mean, nobody got some forty-year-old fighters going. Yeah, so yeah, there's. I don't think there's an age limit on that. Yeah, just they're not very it, attractive bouts. At some point, it, they've got to <laughs> say, "Nah, thanks, but no." Oh, you're, but you're not. Oh, but Mike Tyson just pulled a crowd with, um, with crap. Who would he fight? Didn't he bite his ear off years ago? Oh, the Evander? same. Holyfield? No. He, that's who he bit. I think that's who he bit? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's then who he was. He didn't fight him. He fought no. someone, a junior, right? Wasn't he a junior? No? I don't know. Did he fight Evander Holyfield as a the exhibition match? I don't think so. No. <laughs> who did he sure. fight? I don't know. I, so I remember seeing a commercial where... Huh? <laughs> Mike Tyson goes to to his uh, door, the the guy he bit his ear off, and he's like, "I got something for you." <laughs> he says, "I'm sorry," and he hands him his ear. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so funny. Dude. <laughs> oh, it was great. So that Tyson Holyfield fight was like the first fight I ever saw, but it wasn't live, but it was kind of live because we went to in Laughlin. It was the Flamingo Hotel. They had a stage set up. I'm sorry, a boxing ring set up. And so they were doing exhibition matches there in between the real matches because there were like four-sided jumbotron up there. And so everybody's watching it. And then it'd be like, break, ding. And then you just watch two dudes just start throwing haymakers at each other. And then like, because uh, oh, it's only like a one-minute break. Right, so they're trying like, to knock how, out the other guy real quick, break? and then and then a, bo- a, a round is what th- three, three or minutes? five minutes, three minutes for, for boxing? boxing. I thought it was two. I think it's like so. You'll know. I don't know that much about boxing because I don't know. It's but it's less not than that, five. But it's yeah, not that sure. long, right? It's not. So, so the entire time the the real fight's going on, these guys are taking a break, <laughs> and then as soon as ding <laughs> they just start whopping each other <laughs> holy crap um they gotta fit two minutes into one minute <laughs> yeah that's what they gotta yeah. do man that's what they gotta do i don't even know how long a boxing break is but i remember him like biting him and i turned to my dad i was like i think he bit him and my dad's like no buddy these guys are professionals they know oh he bit this him this is the best and i was like oh yeah he bit him he bit him <laughs> We like uh, spits the ear out on the mat and everything. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. did you watch that fight or just recaps? Not. No, just recaps. He just bit into his ear, just like, <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah, I wasn't interested in boxing after that. I like boxing, boxing is cool. Well, I mean, you kind of have like a 
a uh, genetic uh, background yes. to I'm, love I am Mexican, boxing. yes. <laughs> <laughs> we used to get around and uh, order pay-per-view fights and yeah. uh, go for Canelo just because he was the... Gotcha. The, you know the Mexican. So now I'm being it. serious. Is that was it really? Yeah. I mean, I was making a joke. Before. No, was it, it really? Yeah, it really grew it, we, as you were growing up. Really? Yeah, really growing up. We we would get anytime there was a big fight. Chavez. We would, yeah, exactly. Chavez. Yeah, we used to my so my um, cousins they knew um, Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah. They knew him because he lived down the street from them or something like that. And um, I think he like signed something for them at some point. I can't remember the story, but uh, they Sold knew him. On eBay. Yeah, probably. But Amazon. Yeah, or Amazon. <laughs> Just the one <laughs> item. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry, we lost your signed boxing gloves. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that would suck. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, dude. We used to get together all the time, watch a pay per view fight. Um, my my Nino. He used to uh, put it on a projector on the, on the wall and everything, and everybody would gather around and stuff. And it was cool, man. That that was that was one childhood memory that I was pretty fond of. Was getting together Ooh. and watching a fight. I don't know why. Something about watching people fight and yelling what about at it. Lucha libre. Uh no, I didn't get into that. No. No, I don't know why I wasn't into wrestling. I think because I like the cartoon. It was called like the Luchadores or oh. the Lucha Libre. Yeah. I like where they turned into like weird stuff and that was their special move. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I was trying to think about what that was, but yeah, I never got into wrestling much, but boxing for some reason, it was just, I don't know if you never got into wrestling because you walloped Dave. Okay. You jacked his neck up to where his neck was sore for two weeks. I like, I like to wrestle. <laughs> that they just for whatever reason he decided to get tough with Damien and they yeah I don't even so know Damien why Damien threw down with him and he walked well, he whomped him yeah like so okay disclaimer he did throw me into the filing cabinets <laughs> he did so he, he did. did but sorry chief <laughs> <laughs> but there's no dent so technically yeah, you can't cool. prove it it's all right. but who uses filing cabinets anymore it's all it's electronic yeah so yeah no that was that was a fun time I don't know why he even picked a fight with me that day. I don't know. He was just messing with me. I think Ian pushed me, and then Dave just came and started wailing on me. And then, yeah, we just grappled and started hooking each other. And then we were trying to break each other's posture. Uh-huh. And uh, he was trying to move me, and then I was just getting wider ground, and I was trying to get him to the ground. And, yeah, it was fun. He did say, he was like, well, I'm just saying he didn't take me down. But I will admit, mm. he jacked up my, ne- my neck for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> For two weeks, I couldn't like yeah. look right. He was turning. He was like something. this way. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh. That was, that was the job, no Damien. no overtime two weeks. <laughs> that that was that's why it was so traumatic Dave for is him. An overtime, ho. Okay. Yes. I believe he worked like forty eight hours straight like last weekend, and pretty sure he made like a double what I normally make, and he, like no problem. Dude, uh, I I remember sitting around the also, table. We are like pretty desperately short for medics right now i mean uh, i don't know how else to say it you know we we need medics and all the younger guys are not interested in it like at all in being a medic uh, to be a medic really so the way we do it at our place too it's a rank so to step into uh, a medic we've aligned it with like an engineer position so i mean that's that's a big deal um it's a route to captain. And that's, what's that? That's it's a route, route to, to captain. captain. Yeah. yeah. And so for for these guys not to be interested in it, it's kind of surprising because 
I mean, we what, 250 employees, and we got, like, eight people that put in for it. Really? That's it? That was it. Yeah. No, oh. maybe that was hazmat. There, there was a lot there of—I thought when they sent out that medic memo class or whatever um, of who was in it and who was on the eligibility—there's an eligibility list. So there's some people who didn't get to go into the class, you know? So I don't mm. know. What were the numbers? Do you remember? I don't remember. Th- there was, there was a handful. it wasn't as many as we need. Pro- well, probably not. Ah, man. Like, I talked to one guy today, and he he's a medic, but he's getting his DO, so he's going through the driver's class right now. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That's interesting. I'd like to see the numbers on that. Too, yeah. But uh, we're short. We need medics, and people are burned out or they get sick. And, I mean, one sick person could upset an entire shift. That <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Damien beat up Dave. It was great. It was fun. Yeah, my neck also hurt. <laughs> yeah, I think me and Dave need a rematch. I'll set it up. On some, we'll on some mats. It. It'll be on YouTube. <laughs> so, his son wrestles. So, I wonder if, okay. if I go with him to uh, to the school, to the high school, and just wrestle him on the mats during a practice, if, he'll, if they'll let us do that. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, pretty sure they will. Liability yeah, I was gonna say liability. School. Yeah, but no, the wrestlers are, yeah. Who cares? Now, I mean, if this was what November, <laughs> we could have set that up for you. No. What? Oh, sorry, Joe. I don't remember when you left. What was his last day? I believe it was. Was it the end of July? July. Or it was in July. July. Yeah. So our uh, pastor left to uh, moved up to Utah to go convert Mormons, mm-hmm. right? So he was the wrestling coach at. Um, oh really? Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> so, so I just mouthed that because um, that's a good that's a good uh, program, program. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, really dude. good. Oh man, <laughs> I believe how, he took him to state. Yeah. How long was yeah, he there? Yeah. Oh man, three. Three years? Oh, okay. Maybe something like three years, three four years. years? Okay. I think he helped out the first year and then was named head coach after that for yeah. a few years. Yeah, that's a good I, th- I believe Joe was an all-state wrestler by himself, by the way, like yeah. when he was back in the day. I, I think um, uh, when, when I was in high school, there was, well, junior high, and this kid, he was a real good wrestler, and he ended up going to that school because okay. – um, because of the freaking wrestling program, yeah. and so yeah, he 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 left because of that, and so he ended up doing his whole high school career there, yeah. but just just to do wrestling, like because it was a good program, and I was like, okay, good for you, man. For sure, it's a really good program. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. yeah. So anyway, bro, we could have set that up. He would have been like, uh, let's do it in my garage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. I got the mats, <laughs> and then he'll be like, I got winner. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Let me go. show you something. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I haven't wrestled in so long, though. Dude, his arms—he had like gorilla strength. Oh his, yeah. There was like what two percent body fat on him, and he was maybe one percent. He was, yeah. dude. He was he was yoked. Yeah. He had like the 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 neck that goes to the ears. <laughs> he oh had, yeah, like, he had no he neck. Just, he just his shoulders are right there. He's a good yeah. guy. Shut up, Joe. I miss you. <laughs> All right. Now I'm yeah. gonna send this to him. Hey, we talked about. I you mean, today. if we're still alive, because Russia invaded, and oh, those poor Ukrainians. 
I don't know. Yeah. It's, I did hear that uh, just Bitcoin, someone had already moved $400,000 in Bitcoin, has already gone like to like the Ukrainian like freedom fighters. Oh, really? And everything. Like, oh, man. Yeah. It's weird how crypto is getting involved in like conflicts. And because crypto had like a really, really like bad following for a long time because it was how everybody was buying and selling drugs back in the day on the what was that? The Pirate Bay, whatever I think it was called, was like their illegal server that they would run on. And you could buy anything on that. Um, But I think that got taken down by ATF and then Backpage, I think, took down like the FBI or uh yeah, FBI took down Backpage because oh. <laughs> people were, like, buying and selling whores. Oh, well, that's <laughs> so, not, you know. So they just, like, collapsed it. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, and you're done. And now there's only Craigslist, and you can't sell guns on Craigslist, I believe. Oh, I thought you could. Can you? I thought that was a gun tab. I don't know. Maybe I only not. ever went through Backpage. <laughs> I sold my guns to whores. I don't know. <laughs> I did not. It's for their safety. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Second Amendment rights. Sometimes she's got to protect herself. There you go. This is America. Where am I going to buy a McNuke? A Mc- should not have said that. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Huh? Is that like a McDonald's? like? Yeah, but it's, it's okay, so they call it a McNuke because they, they're a group of people, militia, that say they should be able to own anything and everything that the U.S. military has. Okay. In order to fight tyranny mm-hmm. from the united states military makes sense so they said well no we don't think you should have a nuke and they said i think every u.s citizen should have a nuke <laughs> like we should have as many nukes as uh there are mcdonald's a mcnuke <laughs> and so it's, they're under the belief that they should be able to privately own a weapon of mass destruction in order to fight against a tyrannical government I can see the logic behind that. Yeah, so they coined the frame McNuke. Hmm. <laughs> That's why I asked you about it. I didn't <laughs> know what that was. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't know what that was. I don't know. I don't know. How much should the government be, like, your protector? You know what I'm trying to say? I definitely think, like, yeah, protect our borders and everything. How much should you rely on police officers for your safety? I think in, like, a perfect world, there is no crime, but obviously there's crime. So, I mean, a lot of time, cops just show up and document the event, the scene. Like, yeah, sorry, your house got robbed. Like, I don't know. I don't know there's a way to really quantify that. Well, how much of... How much responsibility is your own safety is it a hundred percent is it i mean dude, bro you've seen security rolling through here mm-hmm. you know what i mean security is here so if you're here shopping with your family is security really responsible for your safety while you're here or does it ultimately rely on you as a safety for your family you and yours i think the safety of my family relies on me i think that's 100% on me. Like, there obviously there's going to be threats that I might not be, like, trained for or not know how to handle, which that's where the police come in. 
Okay. Like, I don't know how to handle, you know, a multi-active shooter event or whatever other than to try to get the hell out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's where police come in where it's it's a – I don't want to say it's beyond a normal threat, but that's the best I can kind of describe it. I think that's where that kind of comes in. Does that yeah. make sense? And upholding the law, you know, keeping the peace and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll go with that answer. <laughs> Second door. It's all right. How much of your security do you think relies on you? And how much, like, relies on the government, relies on police, relies on sheriff, relies on whatever, some entity? What do you think? My answer is pretty similar to Damien's. Um, I'm totally... I believe that I'm responsible for my safety. But in the cases where there are incidents or situations that I'm not able to handle myself, Mm -hmm. I, I don't... I've taken a minimal amount of self-defense, so I, I I know a little bit, but if I try to do that, I'll probably hurt myself more than <laughs> the other person. Pull a muscle or something. Yeah. I don't know. Hurt your neck <laughs> when you try to ra- <laughs> wrestle Damien. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get jacked up. But yeah. So I, I think that um, the police, sheriffs, etc., law enforcement in general, do serve a purpose and are I do appreciate their duty and work to protect citizens mm-hmm. um, knowing that they are there uh, whether it be just as a deterrent or whether they be there as an active participant in criminal type activity um, yeah. I, I but if how much of that deterrent is am, affects me individually, yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to divvy that up. So okay, um, but they're I definitely was of like a, a counter argument kind of thing because Damien said I'm responsible for like me and my family and everything, but I was gonna throw out what about when your kids are at school. Are you still responsible for their safety when they're at school? But then I was going to say that's probably not a good argument because they're children. And, yeah, we don't even allow them to, like, stay at home alone for more than, like, an hour (laughs) until they're, like, 12, you know. So Hmm. you wouldn't really put any responsibility on them for their own safety. I mean, you you should still train your children to, you know. Oh, stranger, stranger danger. danger. Yeah. You yeah. don't get into a car. They should have An some. An adult should not ask you for help to find a puppy. Exactly. Like, okay. Or uh, offer candy. Yeah. So ice they should cream. have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> ice cream. That, that would have gotten me back in the day because it's hot in Tucson. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, I think that, that kids should have some sort of idea at least. I don't know. I would put so much responsibility, but mm. understand the stranger danger and all okay. that stuff. So yeah, I think, yeah, that's what I would go with. Well, I was thinking, too, during the this whole Russia-Ukraine thing, like how much of a responsibility should America play in fighting against Russia other than sanctions and blah, blah, whatever? 
Because, I mean, the whole point, we have UN and NATO at this point, right? And I'm like, I thought, I thought that's why we had you guys. <laughs> I thought that was the point. You guys are supposed to, like, deter all of this. And mm-hmm. you guys are supposed to bring people to the table and negotiate. You guys are supposed to do, like, all of this. So, I mean, I look at the U.S. like, your number one goal is to protect our borders. <laughs> like... But then I also understand, oh, we're almost in every country. (laughs) So, I don't know. I look at it kind of like, uh, have you ever done Cat's Cradle with the string? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where you pull one thread and it affects everything else? (laughs) Yeah. That's the United States. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, We are all over the world. And if something's going to happen... We're going to be impacted. Um, if something happens here, it's going to impact around the world. Yeah. Uh, so you, you can't really separate that out. Um, you bring up a good point about the treaties and uh, organizations that we belong to. Yes, they should be that. Um, obviously, it's not working the way we had hoped. Anticipated, yeah. Uh, but you could, we started the, uh, or we talked earlier about moral obligations mm-hmm. and looking at what's going on to the people in Ukraine. Um, if what is on the news today is to be believed, mm-hmm. and in all honesty, I don't have any reason to doubt it. Yeah. Um, I think that we, I, I don't think we should necessarily go in with military units into the Ukraine, just parachute them in or get them in somehow and have them fight. But I think we should, as a country, make a stand for the people of Ukraine and somehow yeah. act. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that act is, but I think we should be doing something. Yeah. I just worry, like, all of the sanctions that we're levying against Russia and everything, and, like, we remove them from SWIFT, whatever we do, you know, because that's kind of like a banking nuclear option is removing them from SWIFT, right? But the way, like, uh, I heard it's everybody that has called out for representing the Ukraine. I mean, Ireland was involved. uh, Like, everybody was involved. But... um, it's 50% of the entire like planet's GDP is saying that we'll boycott Russia. And so it's like, ooh, I mean, that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, but those are just words. Okay, good point. Yeah. I just was thinking about, so if these guys are doing the wrong thing because they're doing what they want, they're taking over like a free country, blah, blah. And which, I mean, you guys heard me make jokes a couple weeks ago that it's like, a gentleman's agreement. Let's all shake hands. We'll take Canada and Cuba. Russia takes Ukraine. China takes, um, I don't know, North Korea. They take whatever you want. I don't care. Brother. Like, whatever. And it's like, hey, we'll all just agree. Everybody cool? Cool? We're the three big boys in the room? All right, we're good. Let's do this. Right? And like, hey, we do what we want. Imperialism, whatever. Um, yeah, that those jokes really came back and bit me in the butt right now but (laughs) so (laughs) if you cut off 50 percent of the gdp from the country of russia you know what i mean let's let's say you have a crackhead 
All right. Who works uh, a car wash, uh, a landscaper. I mean, make up any job that they do. And they pretty much, like, hold it down. And they use all their money, like, their legally acquired money, to, to buy drugs. Once they get cut off from that legal supply of money, they start to really resort to some illegal activities in order to get money to score their drugs, right? Maybe it's a bad analogy. I'm looking at Russia as <laughs> doing something bad. They're invading Ukraine. Hey, I do what I want. Now, if we cut them off from the legal means to acquire resources and everything, mm. like, how, how long until they take over Ukraine and they go, hey, Poland's looking nice this time of year. Hey, one step from Germany. Hey. And you know what I'm saying? And they keep going because now they lost 50% of the people that they could sell stuff to. So they're like, fine, I'll just start taking resources. I'll just start taking what I want to get or taking what I need to get what I want or taking what I want to get what I need. No, I'll just take what I want to get what I want. Right. Makes so maybe sense. the drug analogy. You can't analogy. always get what you want. That's but a song. But if you try sometime, <laughs> you just might find you get, get what you need. Get what you need. <laughs> so I wonder, like, how the sanctions like that could happen. But because, I mean, point. we I cut Cuba off, and Cuba is, like, was surrounded by a blockade, and you couldn't get to it. I mean, we'd stop everything that was coming in, and make, unless it was, like, North Korean or Russian. And so, I mean, we were choking Cuba like 98% to death. Well, we're not killing you. We're not. So we're not the bad guys. But you're rolling around in 1950s-style cars because there's nothing that you could import. Nothing that, no trade partners that, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe Russia is too big for that analogy as well because, I don't know, what do you think is already happening in their economy? Right. I mean, is the ruble valued? So now we're going to devalue it more. I don't know. I thought the ruble was like super low or, or something like that. Like it, it I wasn't. Know, I, I thought it wasn't it worth I like don't anything. Follow Russia cur no. currency. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. But dude, if it's valued at super low, then what about all the people in Russia that now like? Er, okay, so we stop importing wheat to them mm -hmm. we stop importing food to them we stop importing anything that they're whatever mm -hmm. you know or we stop you know we stop buying fuel from them mm -hmm. oil gas everything so i don't know i mean it's a good point we're i don't know i certainly don't want this war to go hot but i don't think i'm pretty sure they learned more from the cold war than we did Probably. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it's weird, though, too. Russia has some weird stats. So their birth rate is still uh, just about 50-50 for male to female, right? But they have 10 million more females in their country than they do males because of alcoholism, suicide, and uh, war. So... Uh, two of them have been fighting lately. Huh? I so I think that they still haven't recovered from... Because okay. this is still, like, the largest skirmish between countries, whatever, since, like, uh, what, World War II, it's supposedly. But I'm also like, uh, you know, we kind of shock and awe Iraq and Afghanistan and, you know, 
uh, occupied them for like 20 years. No, no big deal, bro. But, <laughs> but they were like, hey, that doesn't count. It does count. It doesn't? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, know. I know they tried to invade in Afghanistan a while ago, before we did. But, and they probably lost quite a bit then. But, but that was because we might have been feeding them our, our anti-aircraft weapons. <laughs> and <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly the CIA was training them allegedly. <laughs> and equipping them to, to shoot down Russian hardware. <laughs> like, I'm just allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah. the w- one thing that kind of gets lost in all this, too, is similar to how um, people outside of this country sometimes look at America and they look at the leadership in the country mm-hmm. and you can't you, you kind of have to separate the leadership from the the people uh, the people of Russia are not invading Ukraine government military they're the ones who are doing this um, everyday citizen of Russia I don't know what's going through their head I don't know what's going on on Russian TV I would imagine Putin probably does it's fine guys it's fine everything's cool yeah they invaded us is probably (laughs) the party line Um, but anything that we do is going to be hurting them too the the, The people the people yeah and sometimes they're casualties of war but what we yeah. did to Cuba, you know what I yeah. mean? We're like, yeah. hey, we're not killing you, but we're choking you yeah. 58% to death. Like, I don't even know. Hmm. So, I mean, anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, there, there's can, going can, to be collateral could damage. Get, could you definitely. get humanitarian aid into Russia right now anyway? Like, I don't know. You definitely can't get it into Ukraine. Just thinking, is it cold enough up Bering Strait? You could just, it's just walk across the ice but walk no I, I think it's a little too warm for that <laughs> but you gotta dig a tunnel darn global tunnel? warming it was <laughs> a tunnel a, a tunnel tunnel a tunnel like between france and england the channel. oh yeah that's a Do channel they have a channel there yeah it goes yeah. under the english channel yeah they call it the channel. seriously yeah i just read about that where did i read about that from national geographic yes i don't know <laughs> i'm just kidding i can't read <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to have to get out of here, you guys. Selfish. What a jerk. It's my bedtime. Who invited him? Yeah. Who invited (laughs) Nick? He just showed up. (laughs) You invite the guy one time, (laughs) and he just keeps coming. I don't know. I don't even know who this guy is. He just followed me from work one day. Closing thoughts? What do you think? This is not... I know this is the end of the world podcast, but so far, biblically, I don't think it's the end of the world. Could it lead? Ooh, could it lead to the end of the world? Talk about this. Could this lead to revelations? We talked about this. What if Russia and China partner up, bro? Mark and they're 13. Like, you know what? We're doing this. Yeah, I don't think that's still going to be enough. I, uh, no. Birthing pains. Is someone say it again, David? Go. Birthing ahead. pains. Give your spiel. Say Mark it. 13, in the Bible, talks about. Um, Wars and rumors of wars, nation rise against nation, and all that good stuff. Um, and it talks about that these are the birthing pains of things that are to come. These things have to happen, right? Um, but that's where you know our hope comes in. 
right? Because things are going to happen. But if these things are happening and the Bible says it's going to happen, and we know that the Bible is true based on that, then we should have hope that we're going to be okay because we know how it all plays out. So yeah. I wouldn't be too worried about it. That's my spiel. Can I just clarify? Are you guys pre-mid or post-traverse? What are you? Pre-mid or post? That's a, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Whole other podcast. That's a whole other right. podcast. Next, if okay. we're alive, uh, next week we'll bring you uh, a uh, end-of-the-world podcast. Yeah. Pre, post, mid, I have to go back and read my live Left Behind series. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Kurt Cameron. No. Didn't yeah. he start in it? He did. He did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Aaron Tim makes fun LaHaye. of me. I he have does. never read the books. I've never seen the movies. And he's like, you're a liar. You're a liar. Nah. I know it. But yeah. All right. Okay. Well, if we're all dead, um, I hope the aliens that we shoot this off to in outer space, I hope they enjoy this podcast and they'll know that Russia invaded Ukraine and... Uh, that's it. That's it. That's it for us. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, comrades. Dasvidanya. <laughs> Dasvidanya. You kept saying that. What does that mean? Help me out. You keep saying that, but I don't think it means what you think it means. Oh, he says swear words. <laughs> <laughs>